This is the BT Real Chapter Podcast, episode 17. I'm your host, Stephen Hughes, and this cast is the first of our series called Overcoming Challenges in Education, Meeting with the Speakers. This is a chance to talk a little more with the teachers who presented in our chapter event on July 4th and 5th of this year about their presentations and about other useful tips they can share with our listeners on teaching practice and on teacher development. Our guest today holds a degree in languages, English and Portuguese, and a post-variation course in Portuguese as a foreign language from Pukki. She has a large experience teaching young learners and private students for nearly 20 years. Teaching online since 2018, she has recently opened her own platform, Luciana Matos ELT. Let's give it up for Luciana. Welcome. Thank you very much for this wonderful introduction. I'm really happy, you know, to be here today because I am a huge fan of BT podcast. So being invited and being here now is like a dream come true. So thank well, you. Thank you. And it's great that you actually mentioned the podcast in your presentation. I was really thrilled to, to hear that and uh, felt, um, let's say, they say satis- not just satisfied, but um, accomplished to a VCO, people taking uh, these initiatives and using them to do other great things, which you also mentioned what you do with your students. So we're really thrilled to have had you present at the, the event. It was really nice. Um, it inspired, I think, a lot of other teachers to, to hear lots of teachers sharing so kindly sharing the experiences, right? And the title of your presentation was Online Teaching, Hints and Resources. How did you come up with the name? So first, um, I have to start saying that uh, Gabriel Gabe helped me a lot. He was my mentor. And I really want to say thank you for, you know, a Breast is a Real Chapter because you have this idea of mentoring that really was awesome for me you know it was my first time and i was in doubt about the title uh, which title was going to use and i really wanted to talk about online teaching and i really wanted to share things i did you know things that i have been doing in fact so Mm -hmm. we learn every day right and i I just wanted to share with other teachers and and help them you know Mm -hmm. just like i have been um, you know, other teachers have helped me before anyway. And That's then right. I was talking to Gabriel, to Gabe, mm-hmm. like, well, how am I going to do? And then I, I put up a different title. And then uh, during our conversation, we come up with this name together. So it was right. like a collaborative, you know. Oh, title. good. Uh, it was a collaborative. Yeah, it's a collaborative effort, right? Thanks to Gabriel Lemos, right? Our second vice president of the chapter. That's great. Great to see that, you know, when we come together, and this is it, I think teachers helping teachers, teachers um, fostering other teachers' development, it's all about that, right? We help each other out, and when you do that, you you also learn, you also grow, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, wonderful. Definitely. All right. Well, we have four questions to ask you today, all right? So, shall we get into the questions? What do you think? Yes. Yes, please. All let's right. go. Great. Well, you you mentioned it already, but this is your first time presenting a paper. So what impact has that had on your professional development so far, in your opinion? Well, it was, yes, my first time presenting a paper. And presenting a paper was, uh, you know, I could say that it was like something to overcome uh, my fears. My, uh, I was really insecure about what I was going to talk about. I was insecure about the topic because... 
when I, um, you know, uh, send the proposal, that's the word I was looking for. So when I sent the proposal to Brazil, it was like in February. And we were not living this moment that we are living now. That's right. So I was really used and I've been teaching online for three or three years and something. And then I, I thought, well, it's going to be nice, so on and so forth. But then the pandemic has happened. Right. And a lot of teachers started using all the resources that I was going to mention. So right. I was like, oh my God, and now what am I going to do? Should I cancel? Should I uh -huh. change everything? And then, of course, I, I thought like, no, I have to do it. It's going That's to be right. good for me. Mm -hmm. And it made me feel more confident. And mm -hmm. I, I had to overcome all these, you know, steps and process and problems. And right. the moment that I became more confident, it, it has a, a, a strict impact. It, it changed me as a teacher. That's right. Because I felt more confident as a teacher as well, that I could do it. And and I, for me as a professional, it was really great to oh. talk to my students about it, to help other teachers and to, to tell everybody like, wow, I'm doing it. I'm, you know, this is great yeah yeah no this is wonderful wonderful and uh, going back I mean the title as well is interesting because you said teaching online teaching hints and resources and I understand your fear that you thought well okay maybe it would be kind of um unnecessary now that everybody has to go online but it was actually the opposite I mean now you, the ideas that you shared and a lot of other teachers came, those who have had experience online, has become mm -hmm. valuable um, for other teachers who are really testing on, or going into these areas for the first time. Um, yeah, there's a lot definitely. of uncertainty about that. So hearing from people who have had the experience, who've been there before, I think was also really important. Yeah, yeah definitely. And we mm -hmm. can always learn new things every day. That's so right. even though that, oh, okay, maybe they have already seen this or use it one of these tools but it's going to be something that's new it. so that's it no I can I can give you a very good example there uh, as I said when I listened to your, your presentation I listened to some other teachers and it was great I was actually able to despite being part of the, the organization or the event and everything I was able to actually you know listen to the webinars and watch what you guys were doing which was wonderful and I said oh look at this look at how good we can actually see um, there's always something you can learn even though you've been there before you've done it many, many times uh, there's a different perspective because since we are unique individuals we have different mm -hmm. takes on things so that yeah. uh, the way you might be doing it I have never thought of it that way so when you talked about for example giving uh, assigning homework and making it a little more attractive for students so that they would feel impelled to to do the same I was like whoa well, not impelled, but compelled, rather. I was like, well, that's interesting. And you see, you, as you, you pointed out, okay. taking the time to maybe present them with some really uh, well-designed uh, formats, posters and stuff, and challenge them to do the same. So you see, it's, it's a learning curve for both you and the students. Wonderful. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Using audios, specific audios for yeah. sending them the homework, using mm -hmm. Anchor. Yeah, and it, it was really great and students feel that we are putting an effort to make our best mm -hmm. and then they are you know motivated to do the same that's right great well what are some of your biggest challenges using these these resources sometimes you know you mentioned like zoom canva moodle but teaching online what what have what have been some of your challenges when you work with these things 
So I, I would say that is to use these resources in a way that students are going to interact. To use these resources in a pedagogical tool, in a pedagogical way, not only as a presentation. Because right. when we teach online, we have to focus this on the, all the time, like this is a lesson. So students are supposed to interact, to, to talk, to answer, to participate in a way. Uh, otherwise, it's going, to, it's going to be only a presentation, a talk where the teacher talks and shows slides and stuff and students don't participate. Uh, students uh -huh. It becomes much more, uh -huh. it becomes yeah, much so, more monologue, yeah? Yes, exactly. So uh, using uh, Canva, for example, or, you know, Inspire or whatever, right. A way for them to participate in a more effective way, like doing things, you know, mm -hmm. not only talking or That's only involving us. Mm -hmm. and, and Moodle, which is the last part of my talk, it is, I've been learning a lot with it, and it has so many possibilities that I would say that it's one of my biggest challenges now. Right. I've been studying it, how am I supposed to use it in a way to help my students even more? So, mm -hmm. It has so many possibilities and it's something, uh, I mean, for me, something new, right? Because Moodle is very old, mm -hmm. but I decided to use, you know, like a year ago, something right. like this. Okay. So it, it is my biggest challenge now. Great, great. All right. Well, go to rise to the challenge, as we say. Yeah. Uh, well, what, what um, I know as teachers, we always have to have a plan B, right? As I say, sometimes a plan Z. So what um, alternative resources or tools do you go to when, you know, those the ones like Moodle or Canva or Zoom, uh, they don't work or something happens? Do you have a, another resource that you kind of fall back on? Yes, I use a lot of resources. I mean, the ones that I've showed in the presentation were like, they were like my favorite ones, Some, mm -hmm. I, if I could say like that. Because right. I have to choose a few of them to show yeah. teachers that wouldn't right. have time to yeah, yeah, yeah. them. Uh -huh. So I do have a lot of other tools that I love. Uh, so for example, Zoom, if it's not working, I have to say I just reschedule my class because okay. I tried to use Skype, Google Meet, or any others, and I just don't like them. <laughs> I can't. The experience so is different, right? Zoom, yeah, you know, if Zoom is not working, and then I just tell my students, I'm sorry, I can't teach you today, but I have to point that it has never happened. Okay, oh, yes? wonderful. I have wonderful. never uh, had this experience, so Zoom mm. always works, at least for me. Right. Uh, with Active Inspire, if there is something for any reason it's not working or I cannot show my students or share my screen, I of course I use PowerPoint presentations or I go to AWW Whiteboard, that's mm -hmm. another whiteboard, on, uh, mm -hmm. whiteboard online. Right. You have lots of online boards to use. Right. So I, have, I do have lots of Plan Bs. You know, <laughs> good. That's wonderful. Yeah, I think that's good because just to, I think for our listeners to know that that you know sometimes, and I believe in in the situation we are right now even more than before. Uh, that's what teachers want to hear. Oh, what are the good resources where can i go to get things how can i use these in the classroom this i think of the big concerns of all teachers right yeah then we always have to have like mm -hmm. a lot of lots and lots of plan plan b and i think it's really nice so students see that we are not 
we do not have all the power, you know, we don't right. have to be under control all the time. We're just teachers and we are human beings. So <laughs> if it has happened, I have prepared a wonderful lesson. And the moment I opened my computer, I said, oh my, yeah. I have to change everything. And, and it's nice. I think it's nice to students to, uh, students to see that, okay, this is just a person that it's doing right. her best to yeah. teach that's it wonderful and they recognize that too i think they value that when they see that you're doing your best right exactly All right. great well speaking of the students then how do we know or you know what what are some ways that you have devised that you know students are learning because you're using these resources with them you're getting them to do things online how do you know that they are making progress what are some of your let's say uh, ways or methods to test that mm -hmm. so First is in class, um, if in my group, because I teach groups and I teach one-to-one. -one. Okay. So one-to-one, -one, depending on the student and depending on what the student wants, I record classes and then I use these classes recorded to give feedback and to show students how they are okay. improving and developing. And I also like to watch myself teaching so I can, you know, evaluate myself, which Ooh, is also great. great. Yes. Uh, and during class, I, I have to check, you know, their interaction, if they participate, if they talk more about a topic or another, things that really works for that student, but for the mm -hmm. others, you know, for another student just does, uh, doesn't. Mm -hmm. So, and something really nice that I do with my students is to use Google Form. I don't know if you have heard about it. Yeah, I love Google Forms. Yes, Google Forms. Yes. I'm a big I fan. love Google tools. <laughs> uh, and I am a big fan, yes, of uh -huh. all package for educators. Right. So, Google Forms in two different ways. Of course, maybe for uh, exercises and send them, you know, text and stuff so they can read and answer. And I have this like an evaluation. But mm -hmm. mainly, I use Google Forms to have their feedback. So, I, I used to say like two or three times during the course, I send them a, a, a Google form with Smart. questions like, what is the best part of the class in your opinion? Great. In your opinion, what do you think it could change? Or what do you like the best? What would you like to have more? Anyway, these kind mm -hmm. of questions, they can tell me uh, what they think and then I can evaluate this interaction, what are the resources online that are really good, the others that, in my opinion, mm. was great, but then a student just sent me the form and saying, yes, I like this very much, but the other I could handle it. I said, wow, for mm. me it was great, but for the student, it wasn't. That's it. So, I usually ask them, what tools do they like best? And, and mm -hmm. I do these two things, you know, using the forms, and I really like to watch my class and oh, to send wonderful. the feedback on the video. Oh, that's wonderful. Very good tip. So I think teachers, if you're listening to that, try that, you know, record your classes, of course, get your students permission, but record and make sure that, you know, you can use this as a valuable tool. It's like what we say sometimes, the idea of feedback to feed forward, because you get feedback from the students and that informs your decisions because, okay, we have a plan, we have our idea of where we're going to go. But if we ignore that feedback that you just mentioned there, um, we keep doing the same things or making the same mistakes and students feel, well, it's, I mean, the teacher's not helping, you know, or they don't feel that they're actually making progress. So, but if you in, in embed or 
continue to use the, the, the information that they provide you with, that's great because then they see changes taking place and they feel valued. Yeah. 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 They feel valued. That's it. Mm -hmm. They feel like, oh, so what I have in mind, it really counts for my It really future. counts. They really that's want it. to know, mm -hmm. you know, my mm -hmm. opinion about the class or my opinion about what do I want to learn in the way that it's best for me? Exactly. Great. Well, 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 I could, we could go talking forever. I know, but I know we are busy people. It was great <laughs> talking with you, um, but wonderful. I think this is fantastic that we had a chance just to talk a little bit after the event. And I think those of people who attended the event would really appreciate hearing a little bit more from you, right? So this recording, this podcast serves this purpose. Where can we find you online? Tell us a bit about so, your social uh, media you accounts. You can find me on my Instagram, mm -hmm. uh, Luciana underline, Matos underline, right. ELT. Mm -hmm. And I have to mention that after my talk at Breast so I had many teachers contacting me and it was wow. so nice. It was a wonderful feedback and I would mm -hmm. like to say thank you all for the message on my Instagram. I got emails, I got oh. people coming on my website and talking to me. And I was so nervous, it, it was my first time, but I, I had this warm, like from you teachers all around, teachers from all over Brazil. So thank you, thank you very much. And definitely I've learned a lot from you too. You know, oh, it was my first time, but you were there like telling me, like you, all of you, right? All the mm -hmm. teachers were like, oh no, it was really good, congratulations. Mm -hmm. They were right. asking me questions and I've been helping some of them. Uh, you know, on email and on Instagram. So thank you very much, all of you, for your contact. Right. You can find me on my Instagram, as I said. I also have a website, lucianamaps.com.br. Right. And you can talk to me there as well. And there you have a place to leave messages and to contact me Ooh. on my WhatsApp. And I do not have problem concerning my WhatsApp. So if you want to talk to me or ask any question, you can use my WhatsApp for that. It's okay. okay. It's on my website. It's wow. there for you to, to talk to me, to reach me. All right. And I also have my email, teacherlumatos, arroba gmail, gmail. I'm sorry. Uh, 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 at, I said at arroba. Gmail. Yeah, just okay. Yeah. At gmail. We understand. At gmail.com. <laughs> Wonderful, wonderful. And it's great. As I said, now I, I, I can, maybe I can tell you, prepare yourself. Now that you've started, it's your, it was your first time presenting, you're never going to stop. It's a good, it's a, I can call it a positive drug because once you start, you don't want to stop. So uh, I'm looking forward to hearing from you in other conferences, seeing you presenting at other uh, events um, you. and, you know, contributing to other teachers' development. Great. It was really great talking to you. And that's it, folks. That's all the time we have for today, everyone. If you missed your Overcoming Challenges in Education webinars, follow us on Instagram, the, the BT Rio chapter, right? At BT Rio underline chapter uh, uh, for more details and lots of other useful info for teachers. See you. Yeah. Yay!